Today on We Need to Talk, we continue our chat about art. What makes a thing art? Is a mouse art if it's drawn a certain way? And someone who's so for it because who ha ado? Hey, we need to talk. We can identify that thing as physically as a mouse in its utilitarian point of view. But when you're taking the perspective of art, which is what art is, is the perspective. I can still look at that mouse and say, you know, it has these curves. It has, uh, you know, these specific um, colors. And to me, it evokes these emotions. It evokes uh, these other things that connect to it. Um, you know, I see that as as being a, a very uh, strong feminine figure. Um, and it has, it has a lot of like... Uh, warmth to it and somebody else could be looking at it and think something different and the person who originally created it could have been trying to to evoke feelings of masculinity and what they were trying to evoke and what i'm perceiving it as are completely separate and both are completely valid because that's what art is is being able to put on the perspective of art and say what is this thing giving me for uh stimuli that turns it into emotions and and connections and and something bigger than that's a mouse it's what's what's the step above that's a mouse to me personally and that's what art is is that perspective of that's art because this is how it makes me makes me think feel etc hmm. i'm kind of still trying to like part of the issue with my psyche is I always try to like break things down to their constituent components or try to understand it from like a higher level view. So you might say the way I'm kind of seeing it right now is just kind of like base sensation. That sensation is filtered into perception. Those perceptions are kind of even further filtered or kind of abstracted into say, uh, consciousness, but then consciousness has a step above it even more, which is kind of like art. And art is kind of like the projection of self onto entities, or maybe not, that's not the right way to put it, but I think art might be a function of consciousness or might be like a higher order consciousness. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Um, it's it's self-expressionism. Um, and, and, you know, you, you were, you were talking earlier about like looking at a painting and being like, you know, that's, that's art and this is a mouse. And like, those are, those are where you're making separation between like, what is art? Well, obviously a painting is art and obviously this is a mouse. I think they're both art. If you're looking at them as art, if you are putting on the lens of art, that isn't to say that there isn't also a second level there of utility where this thing's utility is as a mouse and that thing's utility is as art. I think things can be, you know, art art in and of themselves. Like that's the utility that they bring to the world, mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily make other things that have utility that isn't art, not art. Mm -hmm. I think it just lends to being able to evoke more, um, more differences and, and maybe, um, different, like differences between different people and within yourself when something is portrayed as art, 
a mm. painting, you and I may differ very drastically on how that makes us feel, um, or we may agree very strongly about how that makes us feel uh, based on how that art is portrayed versus a mouse. We there, I think that the difference between how it can make us feel is is a little less drastic, but it doesn't make it any less art when we have that frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, if someone's having a perception, you can't really argue against that perception. And also a person's kind of background history and their knowledge of a subject will kind of affect that. Like someone who is, um, let's say, a super great writer might be able to see the, oh, actually, here's a better example. Someone who's like a super good cook might be able to see the art in cooking far more than someone who's just an average, you know, food goer like myself. Like if I was to eat one meal from somebody who was like, say, like a normal cook and someone who was like a world-renowned cook, I'd probably not be able to tell the difference that much. Maybe there would be a difference in like their, in their actual like taste or appearance or anything like that. Maybe that actually would be a difference that I can t- notice. But chances are, I don't have that depth of knowledge of, you know, palate to really tell the difference between the two. Or someone who had a really good palate or was more involved in the way of cooking might see the total difference between the two. And it might see the person who is, say, the world-famous chef to ha- be like an extreme artist of food, like a cuisine, because they essentially have the, that greater capability perception of those differences, of those stimuli. I would disagree with your use of the word artist there, mm-hmm. because I don't think that that is an artist. I think that's a craftsman. Okay. They are using the... They are very good at the craft of cooking not at the art of cooking. I think some, I think all of these things are like, like when someone's a, a really good artist, um, they're a really good painter. I think that that's really a really good, they're really good at the craft of painting, at the craft of drawing. People can only be good artists in a case-to-case basis. So I can personally think somebody is a very good uh, artist because they're of how their art connects with me in my perception of, of what is and isn't, um, artistic and how, when I have that lens, um, versus like saying, like, I don't, I don't think it's fair to call a, I think it's too far to call, a a chef, an artist when they're a craftsman. I think those are different things that people have let everything be oh anyone can be an artist i'm an artist of buildings i'm an artist of working on machines like no you're a craftsman who is absurdly talented mm-hmm. i think those are very very different i think artists can only be from the frame of mind of the the viewer and that's a personal thing there's no objective artists that argument has me confused because it seems there are people who can craft art See, I, yeah, I don't know what the semantic difference is because, in a way, because I, I don't want to like misrepresent you because I don't quite understand. But if someone, like, I'm not sure what the difference between an artist and a craftsman is. Like, they seem like kind of the same idea, except maybe a craftsman's more geared toward utility or maybe they're not geared toward an artistic sense. But still, Let's, if the person perceives art in that thing, wouldn't the person still be a creator of art, which would make them artists? No, it would make them a craftsman. Uh, a craftsman is objective and an artist is subjective. That's my biggest difference. 
Okay. So someone can be objectively good at drawing mm -hmm. and it have no artistic meaning to me. I see. To me, they are not artistic. They are a craftsman. Versus someone who draws stick figures, I could find to be an amazing artist, even though they're a shitty craftsman. Mm -hmm. I think those are very separate things. I like that distinction, though. That, that's a complicated distinction, but it makes sense because it draws... Like, for instance, there's a the question of, like, can computers create art? And mm -hmm. in a way, people will say they do because they can create, say, photorealistic or, say, photorealistic or artistic versions of drawings. For, for instance, there's a thing called Deep Dream, which will take a number of inputs of artistic, say, works. So for instance, there's a Van Gogh one that will take, say, Van Gogh's work with Starry Night, and it runs it through the simulator, and then it starts, you can take like any picture, and it'll run that picture through this uh, neural network, and outputs something which looks like the Starry Night drawing or star sorry so, painting like a like a filter yeah like a snapchat filter it, it, essentially but it does a very good yeah. job right yeah on a on a high high level if, if you told someone that uh someone painted this you'd probably say oh yeah that makes sense oh this is in the style yeah. of van gogh mm -hmm. right so that filter or that uh that application has a high level of craftsmanship but they don't have any level of artistry necessarily Yes. And, and I think where people get really confused with this, it, from my perspective, and this is so up my own ass about all of this, just for the record, mm -hmm. uh, I fully understand that. I'm on board with that. I agree with that. But it's still my opinion is somebody who puts their soul into a thing that they're creating that it has the utility of art, like a Van Gogh that they people say they are a great artist and i think the reason for that is because that art means so much to the artist which really great great artists like that's that usually is true that that resonates really well with people and i think that's why a lot of people will agree that if we were all on the same page with my artist uh, craftsman differentiation that we would, a lot of people would agree that the, some of the people, that the majority of people that I would consider an artist, other people consider artists because of how that lens is, is, is used because when I'm using the, the artistic lens to view the thing, it's coming across as art to me because it came across so strongly to the artist originally. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessary, but I think that that is why a lot of people will say that's a great artist, even when they mean that they're a great craftsman, because other people are like, that means a lot to me. And I think it's easier for people to be like, that means a lot to me because it meant a lot to the person who created it in the first place. I do think that that translates very well and does make a lot of these people we would all agree are great artists because of that, but I don't think it objectively makes them good artists just because they put a lot of emotion into a thing. It can still be not artistic to me personally, mm -hmm. and that's fine. It's fine for me to not think Starry Night is art because it doesn't do anything to me. Not, I'm not necessarily saying that's true or not. I'm just saying if that's the case, like, I, I think that that's completely valid. That's not art to me. Mm -hmm. It's art in a objective sense, but not in a in a philosophical, not in a in an artistic lens sense. Hmm. 
Right. I, I think the craft does have a large effect on the artistic expression or the artistic medium. Because here we're kind of saying like the, the craft of the art, or at least I'm going to say this, that the craft of the art is a method of communication of that intent, that emotion, whatever it is that's trying to get across. Like it, it's a way for the art to move from the subject to the observer. And sometimes the delivery mechanism has to be well-crafted if it's a complex enough message or maybe, maybe not, but like I can think of like certain like songs that have like they give certain like emotions and feelings to it, but not everybody is going to be affected in a certain way because they don't have the prerequisite sort of base knowledge of understanding to really even perceive this thing to begin with. A good Mm -hmm. instance of that is jazz music. Like jazz music is like say complicated jazz music. Complicated jazz music is very complex, and a lot of what's happening it is like hard to really perceive unless you kind of know the fundamentals of jazz. Another instance is uh, there's a there's a guitarist named Yingui Malstein. He's very famous for playing fast, and a lot of people just say he has no emotion, no nothing, because he just plays fast. Uh, but what I think more so the case is that. Yes, he does play fast, but he makes those fast things very intricate and very well designed. And there's a lot of expression within them. But if your brain can't follow the notes and the patterns that he's creating, if you can't follow his craft, then you can't actually get that emotion from it because you're just perceiving as like, that's what it sounds like to you. But to me, it sounds like, this kind of like um, the, the mel- I can hear the melody. I can hear like the things he's doing to kind of create what he is trying to convey. So I, I do think there is a craft. I think the craft is the mechanism of transfer of say the art from the subject to the observer. Is is my central claim, and that there's a minimum level of uh, you have to kind of understand the craft to a certain degree to really under you know to be transferred that knowledge or that emotion or whatever the artistic sense is but uh, that in and of itself i think has has a fallacy in it that there's something trying to be conveyed Mm -hmm. which i don't think is the case of art like that may have been the intention of the artist Mm -hmm. but the art art itself as a lens has no intention that's the whole point of it it's not trying to to do anything it just is and we are putting upon we're putting on this this perspective of like what is this doing to me like what it, and in a way it's kind of the opposite it's like what am i doing to it um it's like how are we interacting as me as as two entities um so i i think to to say like that the the method of transfer needs to be understood is kind of fallacious in and of itself because I don't think there is a necessarily a method of of transfer. We could say there is a method of transfer if we're talking about the let's say if we take it from the perspective of the original artist's intent, then there is a method of transfer. But if you're taking it from the perspective that the art is what it is and it's the perception of the person which really shapes it, then and you kind of disregard whatever intention there is, then you are correct. The original artist's intent is the is the craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. The art, the artistic nature of it has n- little to nothing to do with the craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. 
in a way, are you saying that art can't be defined? In a way, I think I'm saying that we're the artists. Mm-hmm. And the everything is our art. Because art isn't the thing you're looking at. Art is the lens you're looking through. Mm-hmm. Art is a part of you and how you're choosing to or not choosing to to let that come out but and we're not always you know thinking about things as artistic when i'm working i'm usually just focusing on objective task etc um and things become artistic when i put on the lens of looking at something artistically i can watch a movie and take it completely literally i can read the bible and take it completely completely literally and that's not art. And then I can do the same exact thing, watch the same movie, read the same book, and do it through the lens of art, through the through looking at it as art, and it becomes art in that time because that's how I'm viewing it, as artistic. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going to have to think about this a decent bit because uh, there's all little nuances here. Because I, th- mm-hmm. I think I agree with you on sort of a mechanistic level. Because mm-hmm. I think this is a, a very mechanistic sort of uh, perception of it or uh, construction of it. Mm-hmm. Where art is kind of like this, we're not going to say undefined, but say m- m- less defined entity out there or this collection of things. W- like be it like a paint on a easel or say, sound waves being generated by a speaker. So art is out there in some sort of objective form, but there's, when perceived by a human mind, there is a perception of that which takes, which it's not fully capable of perceiving it as an objective thing. It That objective aspect to it does exist and is perceived, but there's this additional feature which is kind of processed on top of it or kind of added on top of it, which is the artistic layer. Yeah, there's, there's, I'm supposing that there are two, two, there are homonyms. There's art, the noun. Uh, What is the function? uh, An alien comes down and points at a Van Gogh painting and says, what is the function of that? And the response is art. That is art. Um, That is meant to be viewed through the artistic lens to evoke um, emotions, thoughts, uh, and to, to that the purpose of that is to be viewed through the artistic lens. And then there's the verb art, which is the actual action of putting on this, this, these glasses of these uh, these are my art glasses and now i'm looking at everything as art with everything has artistic properties um and the whole point of looking at that painting is to put on the glasses and look at the painting that's the entire point of it but you can do that with anything it doesn't have to be necessarily with art that is just the point of that noun mm-hmm mm-hmm so they're, they're two different concepts, one concrete and one completely subjective. Right. And that, that's where things get confusing too. It's just the terminology and language because yeah. it, it's always I, h- hard to keep things in individual arts, categories. Arts, arts kind of like a, like your sixth sense or your seventh if you see ghosts. Uh, well, 
I, I see dead people, so there's that. Okay. Tell me more about that, Nate. Well, one's name is Chad, and mm -hmm. he hasn't talked very much because he's dead. Uh-huh. I see dead people, too. They're in my wallet. Huh? They're my presidents. Oh. And my driver's license because I'm dead. Are you? I've been a ghost this whole time. Well, that's I'm okay. an art ghost. I mean, so long as we can make this podcast work, it works for me. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. I'm really interested in what, what people have to, to say if anybody agrees with my outrageous claim that art is a art is a perspective, not an objective thing at all. Uh, and that and my differentiation between artsmen and craftsmen. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to think more on it too. Cause I, I, whenever like an idea is complex enough, it takes a bit of thinking for me to like really kind of you drill down to the roots of it. Because mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure you'll have plenty of time while you're re-listening to this episode and editing it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, because art's kind of complicated. To I mean, so many different opinions on it too, which is one reason why it's hard to think about. Because you start having it's it's like you ever like start having conversation about something, but then you kind of like drag along all the other 500 conversations you've heard about this and talked about, right? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to just have a conversation like from scratch. Like yeah. you're always just bringing the baggage of previous conversations. Yeah. So, so that's one thing that's kind of tough. So definitely re-listening to this and be like, ah, or hmm, or like, mm. ah, will be interesting. It will be. I'm really excited about it. So is what's your favorite type of art? Uh, I think my favorite type of art would be animation, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a lot in animation, which it's, it's just intriguing. Like, for, it's very visual. I'm a very visual kind of person. And, mm -hmm. like, when you see those tentacles enter that vagina, it's just like, you know. Nate, we need to talk. Mainly about that chef's kiss. <laughs> about <laughs> tentacle porn. Tentacle porn. <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> that is... That can be like the poster of our. <laughs> I, I want to see that as a poster for our show. <laughs> Nate with a bunch of tentacles all behind him and just doing the chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs>